1: Hello everybody, no intro, just happened to be sitting at my laptop and sitting at my computer and I just wanted to come on and talk a small bit about some breaking news that is just coming down the pipes that Carney Chocomeca's time at Aston Villa looks to be over. Well documented that he was refusing to sign a new contract. Steven Gerrard had left him at home from the Aussie tour and it now looks like Chelsea have reached an agreement for the permanent transfer of Carney Chocomeka posted by the Aston Villa for uh, Official Twitter, retweeted by Phil McNulty, um, retweeted by Ashley Priest. This thing is happening. Retweeted by Matt Law, retweeted by absolutely anybody. It's completely out of the blue. And this is something I think that um, is good in the in the greater scheme of things because this, the fact that if we've got some, how am I going to put this, disgruntled um, employees at the club at this moment in time, um it's, it, it's, it's going to be good, I suppose, to kind of ship them out as quick as we possibly can. All the talent in the world, kind of Chuck did. But what it seems to be is that he just didn't have the balls for the fight. Or maybe he wanted his money or something along those lines. Um, <clears throat> I absolutely completely forgot to pop up a Twitter link. So apologies, everybody who is here. I'm just going to pop up uh, something here on Twitter just to let everybody know that we're on and we can get some of their comments. Because I'm not going to make this um, this a long one. Uh, so there we go. Just pop that up there. Apologies, bit of housekeeping. Thanks, me and Stephen Wright. Thanks, me to Dylan L. Thanks, me to be happy. Thanks, me and Welsh Woody. Um, for for joining already. I pop up a couple of your comments here um stephen wright says plenty of first team opportunities and a laughing face i think that's the big thing here the thing that's sticking in my craw is that he was looking for first team opportunities he was looking for more game time he probably would have got that at aston Villa. and if he wanted a top class loan villa could have found him a top class loan this is very much about the big bucks and um, villa are going to be getting 20 million 20 million pounds villa set their villa set their their um their price chelsea look like they're going to pay it Twenty million pounds. I think it's a fair price for somebody, as I said before, that has played three hundred and one minutes in the in uh, the, the, the season just gone. So um, look, it is what it is. Carey Chokomeka looks like he's going to be London bound, and um, he's not going to be part of the Aston Villa squad for any long any uh, any longer. And that gives us twenty million as well, guys. To so what that also does does I suppose for Aston Villa, and we'll we'll, we'll chat about that in a moment. Is that gives us a couple of options. And um, don't be thinking that that's not going to be reinvested this. Year, I would imagine that that is going to be reinvested and 20 million for somebody who wasn't contributing to, in the first team manner uh, uh, <clears throat> last season, nor wasn't going to be contrib- contributing this season, is huge for a team like Aston Villa, specifically when we're looking for a number eight type player or even maybe another striker. I know we keep on saying that, um, but it's it, like 20 million is 20 million. You know, you can't sniff your nose at that. So, up to Don Lang to go way out along with Perslow, along with Gerard, along with everybody else, and try and find. Um, a suitable replacement or somebody who's going to offer um, offer something to, to the club in the coming season. So we're going to talk a, small, a bit about Kenny Chukomeki. I'm just checking uh, Twitter here to make sure there's no other breaking news on it at the moment. Um, bup, 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 bup. Lads. If there's anybody out there, is AVFC Stato listening? If AVFC Stato is listening or any of the other guys, or anybody else here that is able to Google, because I don't want to be Googling when I'm on the stream because there'll be a lot of dead noise and dead silence. So pop it in the comments. Where would 20 million rank as one of our um, most expensive sales? I'm struggling to think of... I'm struggling with Benteke, Jack Grealish... Carney. Anybody there? Anybody there want to let me know what 20 million is for Aston Villa? Because we're not renowned for selling players for a lot of money. We're certainly not. We're not renowned for that. We're certainly not renowned for selling 19-year-old players for a price that we set number one, specifically in the last year of our contract. And I know he's got all the potential in the world, but you know, Chelsea are buying that potential for 20 million. Um so fair play to them. Let them go and, and develop him if they want water under the bridge for us but that 20 million is going to be worth a lot to us and um, because as I say, this could be the difference between us going and lobbing money at someone like Ibrahim Singare or somebody like that. And we will, I'm, I'm actually might even come back later on and do a piece on Ibrahim Singare because I, as I say, I keep on saying I'm going to do it, I just haven't got around to it. I keep forgetting about it because I've got all these other podcasts lined up, but he's a superbly interesting player. And um, so it, it's it's going to be an interesting one. I, I see people here in the comments saying Gallagher as well. Uh, Milner saw for 24 million. Yes, that is correct. Milner was sold. downing was 20 million as well once again correct as well yeah I um I'm just looking there I I, I, I don't know is there any is there many more than that uh, so like he could be coming in at a, like a giant four top sale ever of all time and he's only played, he only played 301 or 310 minutes first in the Premier League last season um yes he went away and he's the best probably he was the best under19 player in europe in that competition that they played this season so uh, fair play to him but, uh, you know, Villa, I think, have done some decent business here, um, considering that he wasn't going to play again. He had one year left in his contract, and we got £20 million for him. And when you put it in the greater scale of, of what we've sold players for, that, to me, is a, is a plus point. Let's take a little look here. Welch Woody says, pathetic. You'll just go out and loan to various clubs, and they'll send him on for profit. Um, yeah, uh, I presume pathetic towards him, as opposed to Villa, because I think that I, I I'm... I might be missing something, not not, not that you here, Welsh Woody, but this is for everybody who's watching. If anybody is a counterfactual to this or anybody thinks that maybe I'm missing something because this is just breaking and I haven't had time to to get the cogs turning on this one yet, is there a negative of this to, to Villa in the year coming 2022-2023 of this sale? We could say there's a potential negative in two, three, four, five, six years' time, 100%. And if he picks up a Ballon d'Or or something along the way, we're obviously going to be saying... Fuck it, that's the one that got away. But is there a negative as of right now that we're, we're that I'm not thinking of by selling Carney for twenty twenty million? Um, but I do agree with you, well, Shreddy. He's going to go out on loan, and uh, I think Aston Villa could have got him some very very high class loans if he really just wanted to play. If he wanted to play 30, forty games this season, or even if he wanted to play thirty eight games in the Premier League, I can guarantee you Villa would have probably got him a loan at somebody like like a Fulham, or even if we, we, he he could have got a loan in any any of the top leagues in Europe. No problem whatsoever. But there was an ulterior motive. The negotiations broke down. I think there was bad blood between everybody. And look, there's a parting of the ways with Villa getting 20 million for somebody who played uh, just over 300 minutes, minutes last season, albeit has the potential to to be a top, top, top class midfielder uh, as well. Um, <clears throat> so Jonathan asks here, is there another agenda? As in Connor Gallagher. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. As I say, I'm on a bit of a time constraint here, so I might be back later on again, lads, to do the whole uh, What who might we sign, who mightn't we sign piece. Um, and if not, I'll be back in the morning to do it. But uh, uh, it's just an interesting one that I wanted to pop on to see what your thoughts were because, as I say, is there a massive negative behind this? Can anybody see a downside to this? And I'm talking specifically within the next 12 to 18 months because I, I, I sure as hell can't see one, to be honest with you, with the sale of this. Yeah. Um, uh so Super Tommy Tuchel says here, great to have some Chelsea fans on board. Can we talk about the player? I- I'm gonna be really honest, he's all the potential in the world, uh Super Tommy Tuchel. He really has, he he's 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 a dynamic player. I'm gonna say he's one paced. So if you're expecting a massively fast player, one of my criticisms of him is I'm not sure if he's gonna be in number eight in the Premier League. I think he's either gonna be a ten that can make the plays around the around the box, or maybe he he, he I don't even think he can play in the sixth position because I don't think that he's uh He's uh, very defensive minded. Um <clears throat> but Look, he's a very good player. He gets in around the box for his age. He's the dominant player, one of the dominant players in Europe. Like, we're not going to stand away and say that. But uh, he's very good at one-touch passes. He's very good. at uh, uh, He can carry the ball for somebody who doesn't have lightning pace. and That's not really a negative. I'm just stating that if you're expecting somebody to have the pace of Raheem Sterling running through the middle, it ain't going to happen. You know, he is pretty one-paced, whether it's in defence or in attack. And and as I say, that's not really a negative. But, um, you know, he's... uh, he came on a couple of times for Villa last season. He was unlucky not to score against, uh, against Man City. We had real high hopes for him. We would have loved to have held on to him. But alas, it didn't work out. I think in his debut, if somebody wants to, wants to um, his Premier League debut, if somebody wants to correct me on this, did he ping one off the post against Spurs? Um, I think not last season, the season before. Um, so he's been thrown in at, at, at the deep end at a young age. And he's, um, he's going to take some time learning. But uh, he's he is a he's he's a project player, but like his ceiling is right up there, right up there. So fair play to you guys, you've taken, and we've gotten twenty million, which is what we wanted, you know, for going last last uh, year of his contract. So no, no real animosity for me. The only animosity is he seems to be a bit of a big Billy Big Balls. Maybe it runs in the family. His brother went to Livingston last year and basically went on loan to Livingston basically didn't do a whole pile and was criticised by his manager nearly every game he played was whipped off after 10 minutes I think in a couple of games that was his brother Caleb still with the club haven't ruled him out maybe staying with the club and forging a career with Aston Villa as well but he doesn't have the talent of Carney. Carney's talents go above that but whether his work rate and whether his mentality are, are there that's still all the way up in the air considering the way that he's handled these negotiations and um, you would have to say that that might be a question mark but once again it hasn't stopped some players the players like the, with like likes of hasn't stopped players like Cristiano Ronaldo was at times, um, you know, reaching their full potential. So uh, if he can reach his full potential, you guys, you've got a cracking player on your hands. But then again, uh, the, the barrier to, to the first team for him might be um, a small bit big at Chelsea at the moment. So I wouldn't expect to see him in and around the first team for maybe a year or two yet. Um, and will he will he want to stay? That's why he didn't want to stay at Aston Villa as well. So they're the only question marks I would have with him, but with the ball at his feet, he's a genius. Like, he's really good with the ball at his feet. And at his own age group, he's pff, head and shoulders ahead of, of everyone else. Um, Where else are we? Where else are we here? Where else are we? Um. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> The Duffmeister says, "Good, ridd- good bloody riddance. We were matching Man United for Drano transfer nonsense. Eh, yeah, <laughs> they, they they do need to sign somebody. I think, or if they need to sign Frankie De Jonger, because it's going to be seen as." as a bit of a bit of a, a disaster for them this season because there's been so much written about it so far. But uh, that's a completely different uh, uh, club, and we won't talk much more about Manchester United because I'm sure they'll pull rabbits out of hats over the next coming weeks. Um, <clears throat> Welch Woody says, if this is a sweetener for Gallagher, I'll be happy. I think a lot of people are having their money on Gallagher at the moment, and maybe... I completely forgot, Welch Woody. Gallagher is a Chelsea player. Maybe 2-2 two two is making 4. I like that. I didn't think it you know, because he's been loaned out so much at the moment that you know, you sometimes you forget who his parent club are. And I, I was there going, oh yeah, we're well, we'll, we'll going bid bid for Gallagher from Crystal Palace. But he's a Chelsea player. Maybe you are onto something. Maybe you are onto something. Who knows? There wasn't a fee like Phil Nulty said. There was a two. It was a twenty million pound fee, but there wasn't a fee announced by Aston Villa just yet. So we'll we'll see on that. We'll see on that. Um. Barry Robertson says, could be the worst decision he's made. He'll be in the championships next season. He isn't worth 100k. And for me, he never showed anything like Greenish or Ramsey had when they were in, in the team. Yeah, if those, if the, the rumours are to be believed about the 100k that his agent was looking for um, per week, um, I suppose, look, you know, for somebody who played. And I keep going back to the 300 plus, just the 310 odd minutes that he played for Aston Villa in the league last season. You know, you have to ask him and go... Where does that justify one hundred thousand per per week? And uh, you know, I, I think that that's that's obviously if that is true, if that is true, and no one knows whether it's true, um, well then uh, I can imagine why eyebrows were raised around the boardroom, in villa. Um, <clears throat> so where are we? Uh, do, 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 do anybody else come up with any more players that were sold for more than Kearney? So we have three young and target were sold for around 15, 17, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, Noel, we're dead right. We should retire his shirt. I think we need to retire his shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Jude Bellingham and, and, uh, and the Birmingham situation, we should we should retire his shirt. No, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to retire Kearney's shirt. Um, uh, where else are we? And sorry, guys, I know I'm missing some of them. I'm on a bit of a time constraint. of about two or three more minutes left here. But as I say, I might be able to come back later on and, and, and chat more about it once I've got my mind around potentially who could come in here. Um Mark says Villa turned a player with potential into a hundred million player. He's whinged and whined. Good riddance, he's gone. He got a load of chances and did nothing. Um uh Where else have we? Uh, Ch- Jude McCarthy says, uh, and Jude, thanks very much for that DM you sent me earlier on. I think that was you actually. There's, I think you're the only Jude that sent me a DM in the in in the in the recent past. But he says that Chelsea signed an 18 year old US keeper for 10 million, and loaded back to Chicago Fire. Now 20 million for Carney. Does the Cog Bowley know what he's doing? Um, I think I think it does, and I think what they're doing is they're just building the dynasty. Chelsea did this about ten years ago with the likes of um, Aaron Robin, with the likes of um, Alex. You know, they were buying players and loaning them out for to, to to take the place of players that were were maybe getting on in years. And I think Chelsea are probably seeing that at the moment with their team that they're looking at. Well, we, if we don't buy them, someone like City will buy them or someone like Bayern Munich will buy them or somebody like Barcelona will buy them because Barcelona are buying up every decent uh, young player in, in in Spain at the moment that can even tie his shoelaces uh, and that's gone under the radar from from the unbelievable scouting that they're doing with, with young players even like in the second, third division and that's what I got like likes of Pedri, Gavi, all those guys. You know, so there's 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 method to the madness of Barcelona at the moment, and uh, I'm not on the on the boat of that. They are going to be out of business in a year or two's time They they will not be out of business near year's year or two's time. If anything, they'll be back up towards the top in the next three to five years time because of the great business, young business they're doing as well. But that's not here. I keep on talking about other teams. Sorry. Sorry. Keep on talking about other teams. Um. Uh, da, 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 Oaks, good to see you guys. He says if we could get a G- Gallagher, surely we would have. Yeah, but I think it's probably—I think it's probably not as as easy with that negotiation. to Say with player swaps. I know we spoke—I've—I've spoke to an agent before who wouldn't come on the podcast, um, and he said player swaps are extremely difficult to do within England. That they're a lot easier to do coming from another country, and then went into all this rigmarole that kind of went... I was about six points in, so it definitely went over my head when I was speaking about it. So uh, player swaps are they, they get contractually very difficult to do, um, and I think the villagers probably went wait. Listen, look, we get twenty million, we'll go back, we we'll talk about Gallagher, and that you kind of see that sometimes that it, it forms good relationships between the clubs, and then when they go back, they they talk they they talk more. They're probably having conversations about Conor Gallagher. If that is the case now, I don't even know if they like Conor Gallagher at all. Um, but as I said, the two and two making four situation here is uh, is an interesting one, should it be the case. Um, Whisper of the Heart says, do we need another midfielder? Yes. Yes, I'm going to say we do. I'm going to say we do because I think if we get Algazi, Traore go out, I think that we're going to need to bring a ball carrier in the place through the middle. Maybe somebody who's got a bit more heft to him and a bit bigger. While well, we got Kamara, who's the ball... Who plays the ball around and sprays the ball around and off, lot. I think we need somebody in there who's a bit more of a, um, who can come in and maybe change it up a small a bit inside. There. So I, I think Stephen Jarrett thinks he needs another midfielder because I think it would be remiss to go in with Sansan being probably the next man off the bench after either Dougie or or J- Jacob Ramsey, whoever, uh, whoever the other two is, and then after that we're kind of really, you know, Marvelous and I I don't notice Marvelous and Camber have a future. We haven't seen him in. Haven't seen him in weeks. You know, we haven't seen him in in, in since the Walsall game. I don't talk. I don't think so. Is Marvelous McCamba the future um, for for Villa at the moment? I, I don't know. And if he isn't, um, then I think we're going to need someone in the A position because Tim Young Tim seems to have usurped him in there. But who knows? Who knows? It could just be getting legs into players, uh, minutes into players' legs at the moment. Uh, where are we? Uh sorry guys there. Uh Romano said fifteen million plus plus add-ons. Uh I find Romano popped up here, my my friend, my friend Fabrizio. Uh 50 million plus add-ons. Chelsea will seal six year deal valid until twenty twenty eight. Yeah, Romano said that. Phil Nulty said twenty million, maybe it's twenty million all overall. Um I've be, I've been big in saying, yeah, give us twenty million now and we still want thirty percent of any sell-on clause, any profit in the sell-ons. Uh, I think they shouldn't be I think they shouldn't be backward about doing that either. Um Dwight York went for 18 million, that's correct, and that was a huge amount of money, I suppose. Um if uh, when you think about that and and still to this day, I still haven't forgiven my mother for not being as pissed off about Dwight York being sold as I was. Um, I absolutely lost it. With her. I went into the kitchen and went, ma'am, Dwight Ark has been sold. And she goes, who's what? Dwight ark has been sold. All right. Yeah. And I was like, no, you need to be really angry because I'm really pissed off about this. Uh, that's what that was. 13 year old uh, pre-adolescent or maybe mid-adolescent man uh, coming out with me. My anger about Dwight York being, being sold was uh, off the scale that way. Um, right, guys, I am. Uh, going to leave it at that. Thanks so much, everybody. We have 161 people watching. Can you please give this a thumbs up? I may come back later on again once I've got a small bit more time uh, to chat about this. We might talk about potentials um uh, after this. But I think this is good news. I think it's good we got it done now before the season starts. 20 million into our coffers or 15 million, whatever the case it is. Still, it's still a big chunk of cash that will allow us to attack that market again should we feel should we feel the need to. We're probably actually, if you think about it at the moment, if we sell Bertie, if we sell uh, Gilbert, we sell... Um, Maybe, uh, uh, Keenan Davis. We could end up. We could be transfer FC and end up in profit again, a profit this season, uh, just like we did last season. I know that's not what people want to hear, but at some stage you want to be operating in some sort of a profit as well, but I don't think that will be the case. I think investment needs to happen in midfield and in attack, and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, we will see something like that again. Um, right, guys, I'm going, to t- I'm going to talk to you later on. Thanks a million to the 161 legends who popped on at short notice. Thumbs up, please. Really appreciate the thumbs up. And uh, if you think of anybody that might like this podcast, Put them on to us, you know. Tell them about the link. Tell them about our podcast and tell them to subscribe as well. But you're all legends. Thanks a million. See you later. And Neil out. Not out yet. I found my outro.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.